2: Pod
1: Studios. Alright, I think we are up on the FB. Now, the Wicked Fast
0: Podcast with Lung Boy and Timmy G. I feel the need the
2: for speed. Um, hello? This is the Wicked Fast Podcast. You gotta get speed, demon speed. Speed's what we need. We need Fast speed, Ludicrous speed. Now, to anyone out there who wants to go fast, anybody,
1: I want to go fast. Yeah! yeah, All right, Wicked Fast Podcast Woo-hoo! coming at you. A little shorter intro today because I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got too much racing to cover and too much to do. And uh, Brian Bell here. Timmy G over here. Hello, everyone. What's going on? Good background picture there, Timmy G. Uh, Absolutely. You can find us, uh, the Wicked Fast Podcast, on the Twitter machine, at Wicked Fast PDCST, Wicked Fast Podcast, uh, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram, Wicked Fast Podcast Facebook page, Bpod Studios, Bpodstudios.com. And uh, here we go. What a week for NASCAR. What do you know? Everybody in the country is talking about NASCAR right now. Yeah, I would like like, everyone. Confederate flag-free, which mm-hmm. it's like you really even had to say that out loud. Yep. No, I mean, Ready to go.
0: They, even, they even posted something for Gay Pride Month this week, which I'm sure also drove people cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. NASCAR,
1: so. good job this week. You know what? Yeah, Bubba but, is doing good stuff out there. The people Bubba. that are saying the right things are really Bubba was awesome
0: bubble was a legitimate hero this week he was great he really was you know like when he was on cnn and he says you know black lives do matter it's not that not that we're saying no lives matter what we're trying to say is black lives matters too and then yeah. he said he feels uncomfortable going to the track and he was on cnn he was very well spoken just a good representative for the sport about what's going on in this cruel cruel world
1: yeah Yeah, there's a lot of bad things. And uh, I don't recommend you read any of the comments on uh, social media uh, in the comment section because that's just full of Uh, a-holes. So just be careful there. It's It's infuriating, but it also
0: also shows that there is a really big problem. There you
1: go. Yeah, so um, if you listen to this podcast and have a problem with the Confederate flag thing, see you later.
0: Yes, sign (laughs) the hell off. See you later.
1: Nice to know you.
0: Yeah. Thanks for nothing. That's okay. Um, But what I found really interesting too, and there was actually a really cool story on uh, NASCAR and NBC is NASCAR tried to do this back in 2015. Oh, Um, no kidding. Yeah. And it was basically, they started at Daytona. I think it was the July race for a, it was called the flag exchange program, where if you drop off uh, your Confederate flag, they will give you a different flag of your choice for free. Nice. Um, It didn't go that great. And it then didn't really, yeah. continuing on in that story, Amy Earnhardt told a story about Dale Sr. I saw that. It was awesome. Yeah, on how Dale Sr. had like a Confederate flag thing. And a says, little sticker what? on the
1: back of his truck. A little sticker, was, yeah. but it,
0: there was like a saying on it. It was like America's yeah. the North, the South is It was like horrendous. born in the
1: South and yeah, yeah something like
0: that. Yeah, something like that. And they had a housekeeper who was an African-American and she approached Amy Earnhardt about it and said that she felt, un- felt uncomfortable about it. And Dale Sr. literally went out to his car, got a knife, and peeled the sticker right off. Yep. So for all those people who are probably Dale Senior fans that are like the South, and the, guess what? He didn't like it too. And he's half half of NASCAR fans are still Dale Senior
1: fans. Yeah. Like. I really, so. I think my favorite person out of this whole thing is that uh, nobody driver who's like, well, that's it, I quit. And like, yeah, nobody knows who you are anyway, buddy. Yeah. Nice, well, nice knowing I've you. I've
0: never heard of. I feel like I'm pretty into the sport. Yeah. Like, as a whole, right? Like I I could probably name at least fifteen truck drivers. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. Never ever. heard of him. I don't, so. e- I don't even. And think you he's never will. In, I don't think he's even in NASCAR Heat, like nah. the video game. No, nah. like, and they and they have a pretty extensive and stuff. They but, go
1: pretty deep there. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, they they do. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Bravo to Bubba. Yeah. Bravo for NASCAR because you know a lot of people did say that this they could lose a lot of fans over this, but it's better to focus on what's right. And I'm sure sponsorship. For a lot of teams will now be more intrigued to sponsor, to be a part of a sport that is hey, taking a stand.
1: After a uh, week in the headlines, the Wednesday night race ratings were huge. Oh, yeah. I, so we, that was great. I actually
0: posted that on our Wicked Fast podcast Instagram page. I'll try and pull that up real yeah. quick because they were, the numbers were ginormous yeah um they were up 104 percent compared to last last season's race at martinsville wow uh, it posted a one 1.14 compared to a 0.
1: 0.56 wow that's yeah. pretty cool
0: so, absolutely great that people are respecting and understanding the sport and you know even though the comments were terrible yeah on the post there were some people that said bravo you just gained a fan so hopefully those fans that did watch on wednesday night did enjoy it
1: yeah it's you know, it's it's a good move, and it's it's just great. It, it was nice to see that they, you know, stood and, up. And you
0: know, NASCAR put it together that great video uh, with a lot of the drivers, and yeah. a lot of the big name drivers, which is something I'm I'm pretty sure Bubba put together. You, you know, and yeah. then just told NASCAR to tweet it out. Yeah. So, but so yeah, Bravo cool. to NASCAR all week with the conf- sorry about that uh, with the Confederate flag stuff and with you know Gay Pride, all of it. Bravo. Yep.
1: That's cool. Bravo, good deal. But the All real right.
0: headline going into the weekend, or recapping this podcast, is AJ Allmendinger won his first <laughs> non-road course NASCAR race. So, yeah, right.
1: Well, I which had is no which is pretty idea. good because he's isn't is he on the NBC team? Yeah, he is. Because they're just starting – they're going to take over, like, over Fourth of July. So now he's going to have to actually get to work a little bit more. So it's nice that he got the win under his belt. <laughs> yeah,
0: but but it, I it's actually really funny to think about how – because NASCAR is a big circuit. It's just not the Cup guys, Xfinity, and truck. It, it yeah. extends, like, out. And the fact that that was his first non-road course win in NASCAR was – I thought – bananas like, <laughs> the dinger we all we all know he's one of probably one of the top 10 best road course drivers of all time yeah we all know that
1: yeah he's taken over for boris said
0: yeah <laughs> my my but favorite i that road stat course, blew you know. my mind it knocked my socks off i couldn't believe it but yeah. um yeah that happened down in atlanta on saturday and then on sunday kevin harvick dominated at which, atlanta. which
1: i believe last week what was the name that we kept saying who did Kevin I pick Harvick. to win hey, that race?
0: We're okay. We're, we're okay.
1: okay.
0: We're okay. We're getting there. Hopefully yeah. by season twelve we'll be uh
1: we'll be legit. <laughs> well respected.
0: <laughs> yeah, well respected in the sport. <laughs> nah. Just not a bunch of lunatics who wanna do a media challenge.
1: That's pretty um, much all we are.
0: Yeah. Uh what did you love Kevin Harvick's uh post race celebration?
1: He did the old Atlanta, he did a three out the window and the reverse for none of what? the fans, but yeah. yeah.
0: That was really cool that he did that because you know we were talking about it last week. You know that was his first race that he won after he uh, took over for Dale Senior. Doesn't he passed, forget, so. and he but actually
1: mentioned after the race too. He said when he cause when he won it last year, he didn't have time to do it the right way. He had his glove on. He's like, I made sure I took my glove off and get the three out the window, like mm-hmm. do it right. Like yeah, it was yeah. that was cool. It was great, and it's pretty crazy. He has finished no worse
0: than ninth in his last six Noworth races ninth? at Atlanta.
1: What? No worth than ninth? No worth than ninth? <laughs> yeah. No um, worth than ninth.
0: You could probably argue that in my, he might be better at Atlanta than he is Phoenix lately. Ooh. Overall, yeah. Phoenix is his track. We all know that. But, yeah. You know, it's you could argue it. but um, If you felt like you know, arguing.
1: Haven't yeah, we argued enough argue. this week? Yeah, everyone's <laughs> argued enough. This Let's week. all get along. Yeah idiots <laughs> so stupid um
0: but yeah uh what was interesting is we finally saw joe gibbs kind of show up yeah in this race martin treks jr won the first couple stages uh kyle bush finished second denny hamlin finished fifth martin Trucks jr finished third eric jones was okay so you finally I mean, like oh okay maybe maybe they're finally going to come back yeah and then when you look at martinsville sure martin Trucks jr won but everyone else kind of sucked so that was very interesting um, but Kurt Busch, not enough people I think are a using Kurt Bush in fantasy and B talking about him overall i mean he 's gotten seven top ten finishes in the last eight races, and he started in the rear of the field, yeah, at this Atlanta race, so that was very, very impressive. But what I thought was really weird, yeah, Jimmy Johnson giving the command before the race.
1: <laughs> do you think they were just out they didn 't have anybody like
0: no I how mean, about there Jimmy had be, there had to be <laughs> I don't someone know. like he, bring dick trickle in like uh, jimmy spencer like anyone like anyone like why does the guy like it was so uncomfortable seeing like the guy with the pole shove the microphone like up his helmet and like it was just <laughs> it
1: was someone so had
0: even even if it was one of the france brothers like just someone else but a driver i just thought that was so weird or could it have,
1: could have been jimmy's family or a pre-recorded yeah. thing that they did he's, or like he's it got was, what
0: two kids sure yeah, I think he has two kids. Have his kids do it. But like the guy's trying to win a race for the first time since like Vietnam. Like Jimmy's running him, pretty like, well.
1: I, I'm, he has he, been. Yeah.
0: He, but I, I don't know. I just thought that was very weird. Little, that that a little was odd. a weird part of Atlanta. A little odd. Oh, and speaking of Atlanta, yeah. um, one of the things after the Atlanta race that NASCAR mentioned was they were allowing peaceful protests yep. um, at all their upcoming races during the national anthem. And we forgot to mention that um, while we were talking about Black Lives Matter earlier. So good on good again on NASCAR for yeah for doom. Yep. Very um, cool. So Martinsville, I felt like was kind of yeah. like a-
1: Actually, hang on, let's cover. Uh, let me see, where do I have?
0: Oh, f- oh, fantasy after Atlanta. Yeah, I'd, just- I'd rather not.
1: I know, me too. It's awful. <laughs> it's uh, I am really, really bad. Uh, but you
0: were really, really good last year, so that's why it was so shocking.
1: I just haven't really been paying much attention. <laughs>
0: What's crazy about this race? Here we go.
1: So John Voight's LeBaron took the Atlanta race by a pretty good margin over Jen from down down the street. uh, But What's crazy
0: about this race is I'm pretty sure I won this past week at Martinsville with like 211 points.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? This week, it still would have put me in eighth. Once we get into Martinsville, Martinsville was a weird race. It was kind of boring,
0: too. For a like, Martinsville race, for a Martinsville race.
1: So, okay, so yeah, Martin Truex Jr. got the win, but there were so many guys who were up at the front and then all of a sudden they were just gone. Yeah, like, like for did,
0: Ryan Blaney and Eric Amarola, the first like 50 laps, like where the hell yeah. did they go?
1: It was really strange. And then a lot of people had trouble with their cars and just, they were gone. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple- Martin,
0: Truex, Martin Truex Jr. winning, uh, first of all, When when you think about it, that was the first ever night race at Martinsville. I had a blonde moment. I was just like, well, Denny spun out chasing the lights, but that started at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. So stupid on me. But that was the first ever <laughs> night race at Martinsville. And what what were your thoughts on the strobe lights or whatever the hell that was after the race with Martin Sharks Jr.? Did you notice the lights were flickering?
1: I didn't see it. I went to bed. Oh. <laughs> I got to work. <laughs> I got to work. I got to get up at two thirty in the morning. So a Wednesday so, night race isn't really doing it for me.
0: The, the lights were like flickering, kind of like what Gillette stadium does really like during their night games when they introduced the pats. So I don't know. That was weird. But what was crazy about Martin Truex jr. Is he had a lane violation earlier in the race bubble was right behind him when it happened. Cause you know, Bubba took two tires after a pit stop kind of took a risk, fell back in the field a little bit, worked his way back up. But Martin Truex Jr., next time you have a short track, guys, I'm just, you know, put it in, in a reminder in your phone.
1: Put him in. He's, he's won he's, four, out he's of the, four out of the last six. I, he's good now. He's won,
0: he's won the last two. He's now good at short tracks. I One probably
1: six. would have been better on my fantasy team if I had not touched it and just left my lineup from last week. Oh, really? But, yep. I had MTJ. <laughs> I, like, I had all, like, top five, I think, in my lineup last week. Or for the that's Atlanta true. race, and I went in and yeah, I'll do this and do that, and nah, that's whatever. crazy. Whatever. <laughs> but sure. here's the
0: question: Now that Martin Truex Jr. got the win, should everyone be scared? He's he won the last two. He won the first two stages last week at Atlanta. Yep. and then he just won a race. Now that he's like got it and it's off his chest, is he just going to dominate all summer? Because all these tracks that are coming up scream Martin Truex Jr.
1: Yeah, that could be. Except,
0: except for Dega, because we all know that Martin Truex Jr. and Talladega don't get along.
1: Where, Do not I, get along. they uh, actually they're going to be fan, there's going to be fans at the race this weekend. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. We'll talk about we're that before. Talk about uh, that because uh, Talladega on is
1: one of the other tracks where I think there's going to be some actual people there. Go yep, figure. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, five thousand people, in fact, and you nice. can actually buy tickets to it. Really. But, yeah, there's a whole bunch of notes on what fans have to do and stuff when yeah. we, uh, we get to Martinsville. Um, but Jimmy Johnson, it was nice to see him win a stage. What was crazy, I texted you this, is it was only his third stage win ever.
1: Ever, yeah.
0: Ever. Like, that's just <laughs> – it's just crazy to me. Jimmy Johnson's blown my mind this week. He yeah. really has. <laughs> <laughs> um but what was great about this race you know Bubba went into the race saying it was the most important race of his life obviously he had a lot on his shoulders yep. you know his car which some of you can see behind me um compassion understanding and I compassion love and understanding I believe what it was the peace sign on the side of his car and he finished 11th almost finished 10th a really great run he he kept a really it was run. his favorite track he almost beat Jimmy Johnson you know, and after the race, he said it was badass that he was racing Jimmy Johnson for a top 10 spot. So it was really good to see Bubba doing that. But I feel like the talk of the weekend or the race were the Penske boys. Yeah. The Penske boys are the Joe Gibbs racing of this season. Brad kay has got two wins. Joey Logano's got two wins. Ryan Blaney is literally right there, at least for the last couple weeks. Yeah. They're doing really good. Matty Deese, uh finished seventh. After, you know, and he's technically part of the Penske boys because Wood brother and the Penske boys work together, but for Penske to finish two, three, and four in that race after a short week for really a short time off and everything going as well as it has been, I feel like the Penske boys are the team to beat this season.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And that should make you happy because Blaney will get a win this year.
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah. Blaney's running pretty well.
0: He has to. and. All 400 cars finished in the top 10. It was like 1999 all over again.
1: Party you know, like scared. 1999, boys. Yeah. Um,
0: but just two quick things. Austin Dillon, that was a little scary, huh?
1: Yeah, what? I,
0: so his so – um. oh, my God, what is it called? It happened early in the race. His crush panel, that's what it was called. His crush panel broke, and that allows fumes into the car. Okay. And then with the heat – you know, he's cleared in the medical center and all that, but that was a scary sight to see a young guy who's fit get pulled out of a car and barely couldn't walk Yeah, because of all the fumes that he took in. Um, Corey LaJoy, what did you think about his pain, pain scheme?
1: Did, did you notice it? Oh, it had his face with a mask on it, didn't
0: it? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> He's got his that. face
1: on the hood, but they He's put got a the big mask on the hood and it. Then he had the mask. I know. Oh, I thought that was great. I think that's pretty funny. I really did. We I like Corey.
0: Was... Oh yeah, we Friend had of the on. podcast. He us, yeah, he gave us a tour of his whole house. That's right. I mean, yeah, it was a great guy. Uh, but I really think you should pull up the Martinsville uh, fantasy standings.
1: Up, oh, I geez, you know, I, I lost him.
0: Uh, No, no, I don't believe he did. Uh, If not, I'll find him and pull him up on my Uh, own. Oh, boy.
1: Fantasy. Let me see. The reasons to
0: treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink.
2: Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart Frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Race results. I can't find them anywhere. Don't well, for, for
0: those of you that don't get Brian's sarcasm, uh, I won.
1: What's that? I, I'm sorry. I was looking for the... I was looking for... I couldn't...
0: I won. Thank you very much.
1: Yep, there, there you it go. Is. There you go. How's that? <laughs> Can you see that? Yep. Got it?
0: Yep, that, that, <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, look at that. Yep, there Martinsville.
1: There's your team. 205 points with the win.
0: Yep. And it was crazy because at Atlanta, 263 was the winner.
1: Yeah. So, we'll take it. It was a weird um, race.
0: It was a very—I mean, you were at first at some at one point for quite then, a while. Yeah, for quite a while. So,
1: then I went to bed, and yeah,
0: and then you're like, Ugh. I
1: wasn't. <sighs> yep.
0: Um. And all right. So, so yeah. Here's oh the, yeah. Here's the so here are the overall standings. standings. It's a little go. tight up top. I'm liking it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not even close.
0: I mean, not bad.
1: I mean, right down the middle. So. Yeah, Good enough. All,
0: All right. right. Uh, so the overall standings. We yeah. should talk about the overall standings before we get into Homestead. Yeah. Um, Kevin Harvick, he leads Joey Logano by 28 points. Chase is third. MTJ is fourth. And Brad Kay is fifth. And then it's Blaney, Blom- Blaney Bowman, Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch. Those are the rest of the top ten. Yeah. Now, the next two are very important. And Mike Joy brought it up a lot during the yes. race. Yes. It's the 11th and 12th guys. Right. And you're probably saying to yourself, why? Well, the last couple of weeks – or since we've come back, uh, the sport has come back. They their qualifying spots, one through twelve, are picked random based on your points in the standings, and right. the thirteen to twenty four, and then so on and so forth. So Jimmy Johnson, for example, if he was fourteenth, he could start like twenty third or twenty fourth. Right. But now that Boyer and Jimmy Johnson are now got in that eleven, got a chance spot, of a, like a top they ten have start. A twelve. A, yeah, they have a chance at a top twelve car mm-hmm. all day, which is great. Less cars to pass, more right. clean air. Etc. Etc. et cetera. So that is very good for them. And then 13th is Maddie D then Amarola, Eric Jones, William Byron. And then it's kind of close. Byron leads Austin Dillon by six points. Tyler Reddick's still there. 28 points behind Chris Buescher with 36. And then Bubba's only 47 points behind. I mean, you get to get yourself a couple of stage points. He gets another top 12 finish, maybe another top 10, top 15 finish. He could, he could get there. Yeah. he could get there. Absolutely.
1: Cool. Cool. All right. So then what else do we have to cover here before we get into Homestead? Because we covered that. Oh, so there are actual people going to be at Homestead, right?
0: Yeah, there are going to be actual people. So this weekend at Homestead, there's only going to be a thousand invited guests. And they're yeah, going I think to they be started friends, with the military, right? Friends and family of military cool. people, which is, again, round of applause to NASCAR. Sure. Three for three this week. <laughs> yeah. um, so. And then at at Talladega, the following week, there'll be 5,000 fans. Tickets are on sale. I'm sure it's sold out, especially Talladega. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's sold out. But here are going to be the guidelines for those fans. And it's going to be very interesting, which I think if Loudon does this, I think we will at least be able to go up on Sunday and sit on the hill, but maybe not bring up the RV. Okay. So here we go. All right. Note, um, anyone who is admitted will not be allowed in the infield. Okay. There's the first one. So no pit passes. You know, when we do our package with New Hampshire Motor Speedway up in the RV, they hand us two pit road passes on Sunday. Yeah. None of that. Uh, They must get their temperature checked and wear a face mask at all times. Mm -hmm. So that would be a hot, hot summer day up sitting up on that hill in New Hampshire.
1: You think we can get some Wicked Fast podcast face masks made up? Don't
0: tempt me with a good time. (laughs) Um, There will be no tailgating and parking will be allowed for every other spot. OK, so that right there would just kill the hill <laughs> in in plain English. Yeah. Uh, so no tailgating, which will. So you park your car every other spot you get out of it. You go in, you have your ticket, you get your temperature checked. You put on your mask. That's that. No coolers allowed and no merchandise will be sold.
1: No coolers allowed. I'm out. You're out. I'm out. No okay. coolers
0: well, maybe up on the hill because there's no, uh,
1: but not in the because
0: there's no concession stands right. near us. So how's that for some positive thinking? All right. Um, so yeah, so no coolers. No. So you're basically walking in, you have to buy your bottles of water, probably have to buy your booze. W- what I got out of that is they don't want you to bring your own shit or stuff. Sorry, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can buy it. You can buy the beer.
1: Hmm. We'll see. They hand
0: it to you in a plastic cup. You drink it. You throw it out. You call it a day. So, <laughs> okay, that that's what I think. All right, um, all right. So, speaking of booze, yeah, it's the Dixie Vodka Four Hundred. Hey, <laughs> hey, at three thirty on Sunday, it will be on Fox, and this will be the first time Fox has ever covered Homestead because Homestead is no longer
1: the, the final race. race. That's right.
0: And NBC used to cover it, so it'll be interesting to see how Fox does it i'm sure it'll be exactly the same
1: yeah um Uh, and and also there's racing all weekend because there's trucks and xfinity on saturday and then there's xfinity before the big race mm -hmm. which will be good for the rubber situation on the track i think
0: yeah yeah absolutely because everyone has complained there's been no rubber on the track the grooves don't work
1: yeah they're all green so
0: um i did you know since the for low life is a lonely one. Um, yeah. I did I, I did some research about the last <laughs> all the mile and a half tracks this year and who's been good. Okay. So for example, Charlotte, the terrible race in Las Vegas, Atlanta, uh, or the two races at Charlotte, Vegas, and Atlanta. So the top five drivers in fantasy points for those races are number one Ryan Blaney. Joey Logano, Martin Trucks Jr., Chase Elliott, and Kevin Harvick. The last four winners, Harvick, Logano, Chase, and Brad Kaye. The best average finish, Ryan Blaney with 5.2. My boy Blaney. Uh, Brad Kaye, Joey Logano, Chase, Austin Dillon, huh. Martin Truex Jr., and Kurt Busch all have an average of 10th or better. And for those who, probably most of us who haven't used Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in our fantasy, <laughs> in the last four races at mile and a half, he, his average finish is 11th, which from Ricky Stenhouse Jr., you'll take Any day of the
1: week. Yeah, because usually he'll just Ricky Stenhouse Jr. himself into the wall or somebody else. Exactly.
0: Um, And then Harvick and Logano each have a top 10 finish in all four of these races. So I think it might be a Ford heavy weekend Mm -hmm. at Homestead, which I think was used to be called the Ford EcoBoost 400, I
1: believe. I think it is a Ford track.
0: All right. Um, So Homestead overall in the last four races – if you take away the number 42 team that actually has the most fantasy points, here we go. Um, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Church Jr. have all led over 100 laps. But what's interesting is Logano, Kyle Busch, Hamlin, and Chase Elliott have the most fantasy points. So Martin Church Jr., even though he's led over 100 laps, isn't even in the top five in fantasy points there.
1: But, but, it, but it is interesting how the – it's different not being the championship race because how much of it is affected by, you know how like when there's all right, there's these four guys, they always end up near the front of the pack. And then the other drivers, you almost like let them go a little bit because they're mm -hmm. racing for a championship. So with it not being the championship race, I feel like it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. It will be. And
0: well, the last four winners, you could literally say you can say are the last four champions yeah. Jimmy Johnson, Martin Truex, Jr., Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano. Those you are go. your last four winners at Homestead. Yeah. And those are your last four champions.
1: Yeah. It's like that storybook story. Like it always there. Yeah, they are. They end up, yeah. they just have to finish ahead of the other guys, but they're always like right there. That's, exactly. So uh, the, it'll be interesting.
0: The best, the best finishes, uh, Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick each have an average of a top five finish, which is ridiculous in the last four races. Um, Chase, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and Austin Dillon have an average of a top 10 finish. Now, here's the situation with Austin Dillon. Yeah. A.J. Allmendinger was supposed to be his replacement driver last week, or, I'm sorry, at Martinsville. I, it's nature of habit it's saying right, last I know. week. Yeah, I know. The race was two, 48 hours ago. <laughs> not even. Um, so, Austin Dillon and his wife are expecting another baby. Oh, gotcha. So Austin Dillon may not be racing. So AJ's
1: like on call.
0: So AJ Almondinger. well, I don't know if he's on call this weekend. I haven't seen anything official yet, but he was on call. Stop being
1: pregnant, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. He was on call this past race for Austin Dillon. So Austin Dillon and that number three Richard Childress racing team is good here. But do you trust Dinger behind the wheel as much as you do? Austin Dillon. Yeah, he's got a win under his belt now. Yeah, TBD. <laughs> um, Kevin Harvick, folks, has has four top five finishes here in the last four races. So do yourself a favor yeah. and put Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Brad Kay, and then MTJ. probably one Hendrick and one Joe Gibbs guy. This is going to be your classic big boy weekend race. Yep. Like, I don't see anyone outside of the maybe the top 12 in standings winning their serrated. This yeah. race, I don't see an Amarola or an Eric Jones winning this race. This yep. is going to be a Hendrick, Joe Gibbs, Penske weekend, and I know that sounds so blah and cliche, but there it it's is. It's true. But <laughs> Chevy's been really good this year in their mile and a halfs, a lot better than the years past. So having a Chevy driver win, I wouldn't like Alex Bowman. is so good at mile and a halfs, except after the second stage. So, like, maybe throw (laughs) Bowman in for, like, the first two stage wins and then take him and not even put him in your lineup. That way, maybe you just get, you know, 10 points each. (laughs) Interesting. An extra 20 points.
1: Hmm. Interesting strategy, Timmy G. That's
0: what I did last week.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? For Atlanta. And I Ah, came in 11th, so. All right. Good deal. Do we have anything else to cover? Did we hit it? You want to pick a winner? Who you got?
0: I don't know. I picked Blaney last week, didn't I? Yeah. Who are you going to pick?
1: Ryan Blaney. (laughs) You're going to pick Blaney? I want my guy to win, man. Yeah.
0: Maybe this is the weekend, the 48 wins, and we can all be happy.
1: That'd be pretty cool, too.
0: He'll have He's a top 12 well. starting spot. Chevy and their Camaros finally seem to have a good system going. He's been racing well as of late.
1: It would be funny. He finally wins at Homestead, and it's not for a championship.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, That's another right? reason why I'm going to pick Jimmy Johnson. Yes. <laughs>
1: there it is. Absolutely. Boom. <laughs> Get the Homestead win. And it's That's why you're win. the host of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's right.
0: For Stuff like that.
1: There you go. All right. Good deal. We did it. We did another podcast. Yeah, we did. And Who would have thought? Now it feels like Sweet. it's a Wednesday or a Thursday, but it's a Friday that we're doing this. So, mm-hmm. yay. Let's go racing Woo-hoo. this weekend. Are uh, you going golfing?
0: Uh, I went golfing on Wednesday. Okay. Um, and hopefully golfing at some point this weekend. We'll see.
1: All right. I got to get uh, me, you, and Sam out socially distance and play some golf. Mm-hmm.
0: And if uh, anyone is interested in doing uh, Zoom calls, Family Feud style, let me know. Wait. I've, what now? So I have been hosting uh, Family Feud Zoom calls. I found a way to play Family Feud. Not like, it's a little different, but okay. it's Family Feud style. I ask a question. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been in break rooms in Zoom calls?
1: Not really. Like, oh, in the little waiting room type thing?
0: Yeah, so I select the teams. I put you, you know, I hit a button. You go in your break rooms. You talk to your team. You come back to me. You message me. Really? And uh, yeah, I charge people like forty bucks for like a family, and I've been That's making some cool. money on the side doing it.
1: I love it. I love your ingenuity, Timmy G. That's some good so, stuff.
0: Yeah, it's been fun.
1: All right, cool. And then hopefully your uh, Celtics podcast will come back when basketball comes back. Right? You getting uh, ready?
0: June thirtieth. The Banner right. Bench podcast will be returning and a new logo.
1: Oh. Is on the way. Is there a mask on it?
0: No. <laughs> okay. Nope. Just a a new new logo.
1: All right. Why not? Beautiful. Well, you can always find us on the Twitter machine, even though Twitter's a cesspool, at WickedFastPDCST. You can find us on Instagram, which is much nicer because it's just pictures. Don't read any comments. Uh, at WickedFastPodcast or on Facebook, where we did this uh, stream, this one live. And you can always uh, find it at b Studios as well or dot com slash WickedFast. And there you go. All right? Yeah. Sounds good. All Be right. Be safe,
0: everyone. Black lives matter.
1: They do. Carry on. Thanks, buddy. See you, bud. The reasons to treat yourself
0: to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink.
2: Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart Frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.